My name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda. And welcome to the Pemberley Podcast. We are now at VidCon with the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. I thought you were for half a second because I'm very tired. I was just thinking, <laughs> oh, we're not at VidCon, silly <laughs> goose. We're not in Anaheim. We're here in LA in my apartment. <laughs> We but magically transported us to VidCon. Jeez, if I had the power of transport in Los Angeles, I well, would dominate the whole world because commuting would not be a thing for me. But yes, in the Lizzie Bennet Diaries world, we are in VidCon, which is a real event that you and I have both been to. Yes, and for Lizzie, Charlotte, Lydia, and Jane, this is all their first VidCon. So let's talk a bit about our first VidCon experience. When was the first year you went? 2013. So their first VidCon, or sorry, their second VidCon was my first one. I went, my best friend from college, Ashley, she's actually the whole reason that I know about this web series. She introduced me to it and had a blast. We, you know, even though we saw a lot of other things, the biggest thing that we wanted to see was the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. We had contributed to the Kickstarter campaign, so I had all the buttons. I got the t-shirt, got the poster, got little tiny notebook that was mm-hmm. an awkward size. And I got the whole cast and Bernie to sign my little my little autograph. I made it my autograph book. And I met other people, too. I met Hannah Hart and oh, cool. Felicia Day and Hank and John, John and Hank, the Green Brothers. The concert was a lot of fun. Uh, I remember being very tired at the end of the day. Yeah. Just because it was... They're, lot, they're long days. It. It's a lot to do. It's a lot of standing in line, too. I went to the Lizzie Bennet Diaries panel, and I remember at the end they all gave out free bookmarks. Oh. And Daniel Vincent Gord gave me my bookmark, and I was like... <laughs> Of course, I'll marry you. This is, this is a sign. <laughs> this is a sign that we're meant to be together. Anyway, so uh, I, I enjoyed it very Here's much. Here's your bookmark. Of course, I'll marry you. Of course, you. I'll marry you. No, it's, and that's usually said, what? And you're like nothing. That's nothing. usually how it goes. I get a picture with someone, and I'm like, consider this an invitation to our wedding. Yes. Actually, I remember um, <laughs> it was like on the lookout for people. We were waiting in line in the morning, and I saw Christopher Sean, aka Bingley, walk. Like, he was going to the gym, and I was like. <gasps> Look, there he is. And I, I later got a picture oh. with him. It's because, uh, you know, they do the concerts in the evening. Uh-huh. So I was waiting outside, but I got a picture with him. And it's on my Facebook page. And I think I'll share it on the WordPress page now. He's now on Days of Our Lives. He is a total hunk. He's on a lot of shows too right now. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's what's on the, a lot. Um, Hawaii Five O. He's also yeah. on Hawaii yeah, Five O. He's on that too. We're best friends. I've got the picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. There's proof. There's photographic proof of your friendship. What about you? What was your first VidCon? My first VidCon, I went to VidCon 2012, and I actually went as a volunteer, which was a lot of fun because it's a really great way to meet people in a smaller community where, like, versus everyone at VidCon. Uh, So that was really fun. Volunteering was a lot of fun. Did you get any special access? I did help with like industry check-in, which was a little chaotic because the badges at that point were printed out already. It was a little chaotic, but it was a lot of fun. It was fun memories. Did you have a VidCon buddy or did you rely on your fellow volunteers to be your VidCon buddies? I did a thing. I don't know if I'd recommend it. You met strangers on the internet. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I knew where this was going immediately. I 
I decided to go to VidCon a bit late because I decided kind of late. I didn't really know people who were going. And so, um, <laughs> long story short, I reached out to a stranger on the internet and roomed with people uh, at VidCon. It was oh a lot gosh. of fun, though. I'm still friends with the girl who I got in contact with that first time I went. Oh, it's good. Um, so, yeah, we're still friends, which is really cool. It ended well for yeah, you. Oh, yes, <laughs> ended well but yeah I, I went because i was just a fan of the vlog brothers and a lot of the internet people i i stood in line for like an hour or two to meet charlie mcdonald um, i did that too yeah and then in that line i also met another friend of mine now who's oh. like we're still really great friends uh named farah shout out to farah <laughs> And I had went to a meetup right before the Lizzie Bennet Diaries panel, and that was like the main thing I wanted to get get to. I know I've mentioned it before. The room was already like way full. I couldn't get in. Totally fine. But right after that, I was like looking through the program to see what to go to, and John Green was walking by. I happened to have paper towns in my purse because I was carrying around just in case <laughs> I ran into John Green, which... And you did? I did, and... Uh, he signed it and I forever have that, which was a lot of fun. And like yeah. the the dance party and like the concerts were like such a highlight. And it's really cool. Like even though I've been to VidCon three times now. Yeah, you've been quite a few times. Even even yeah. this past year you went. Yeah, I, I've been. Even though like every year it does get bigger and better. There's more to do and even more informational and all these great, great things. I think nothing will ever quite compare to my first VidCon because it is that first time you go and it's so yeah. exciting and it's new and it's like internet summer camp and yeah. you're seeing all these people who like are just recording themselves and that's normal and it's a lot of fun to go and if you're ever able to go i highly recommend it and it's also a great place to make friends because i mean yeah. the nerdfighter community is just so nice and open like no one's ever gonna reject you for just like walking up and sharing a common interest you know they want to get to know you more it's great that was a really cool thing of being able to say like oh, I watched this person or this person and people automatically knowing who you're talking about because there was that like community and like a sense of who everyone is in the YouTube community. Mm -hmm. So that was a, a really cool thing to be able to just like, oh yeah, we both watch these people. We're friends. <laughs> so I feel like we are that subsection of society that goes, you, we have, the, we have that thing in common. You're my friend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're those kids who are just like start playing in the sandbox and we're like, well... Here is this going to happen? Or, yeah, this is going <laughs> to exactly. happen. We'll follow each other on Twitter and be friends forever. <laughs> Yay! Anyway, that's the world that Lizzie's in right now. In episode 25, VidCon Interruption, written by Mr. Bernie Sue. My first observation was, oh, the familiar second hall floor of the Anaheim Convention Center. How I, got, I miss you. <laughs> I got locked out of that floor, actually. Oh, really? so, oh no. So, Bad out, memories. <laughs> well, I, I think it's kind of funny now. Oh. Um, basically, we wanted to go upstairs, and people were crowning the elevators, and we were like... Well, we're geniuses, so we're just going to, like, step outside. There's exterior stairs, and we're just going to go upstairs, oh. not realizing that it locks from the outside. Oh, so no. so we went upstairs all right, but we were pounding on the doors oh, no. for someone to let us in, which they did. They did. We learned our lesson. We don't take exterior stairs anymore, but I know exactly which floor that is because yes. I got locked out there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Good times. 
Lizzie is out in the open recording. She's saying, like, she's going to stop recording because anyone could just stop her. And we get a brand new character who's a boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first boy of the show. There was a lot of speculation in the comments that Hank was going to play... Anyone. One one of the guys, anyone really. Even people were saying, this guy's too attractive to be Collins. We met good old Maxwell Glick. I feel like he's kind of like a cartoon character, but like real life. Yes. He's just like so enthusiastic about life and being at VidCon. Mm -hmm. And it's just like he fits right in perfect. He talks to you like he's just finished his first cup of coffee. Like, (laughs) let's start the day. I'm here now. Welcome to VidCon. Lizzie Bennett. Do you remember when we were betrothed in the second grade? (laughs) I also like that he's wearing really dark clothes because in the book... He's joining the clergy, which is like the church, Mm -hmm. and he like only wore dark clothes. Hmm. But let's actually talk about Collins in the book for a second, because basically the way it was in the novel is, I mean, in Regency times, women could not inherit land. So if Mr. Bennett died, his land would not go to his daughters because none of them are married. It would go to the next male relative, which was Mr. Collins. He's like some cousin of a cousin of a cousin. And in the book... He writes this letter to Mr. Bennett that I will sum up. He basically says, hi, I know you and my father didn't get along, but life's too short to not get along. Am I right? I recently became ordained and my patroness, Lady Catherine de Burgh, who I worship, is the greatest person in the whole world. And she pays all of my bills and she listens to me all the time. Please don't reject this olive branch. Uh, Lady Catherine is letting me off of my leash for a few weeks. I'd love to come visit you and your amiable daughters, your BFF, William Collins. Of course, his name is... Ricky and in the comment section there were quite a few jokes regarding the fact that his name is Ricky which means it's Richard and another nickname for Richard is Dick (laughs) (laughs) and Lizzie in quoting her mother a few weeks prior referred to him as Mrs. Collins dickheaded son yeah so we're coming full circle do you think the writers went that far as like that was the reasoning behind calling him Ricky Collins. Well, they couldn't call him William. Right. We had this conversation earlier about how there were like five names. Yes. <laughs> yes. Back then and they couldn't make Darcy Fitzwilliam so he had to be William and there mm-hmm. couldn't be another William so it had to be something else. And you know, some very smart people wrote this. I wouldn't put it past them to make that kind of reference. Make it go full circle like that. Or if it was sheer luck that mm-hmm. it just happened that way. They were like, what can we call him? Ricky. Ricky is there to really network. That is his sole purpose for being at VidCon. He is there to just get business done. And he kind of talks on and on about the fact that, oh, he has like this investment from a venture capitalist and you know he's diving into web video because it's this new flashy thing that everyone's going into i recently managed to secure a substantial windfall from a most impressive venture capitalist firm the vc is headed by a wealthy and influential woman and i am plunging into the lush progressive frontier of online video and i just wonder what his negotiating skills are like (laughs) Because I can imagine he had to present this to someone in order to get money, right? And we don't know. I mean, the company that he gets the money from is 
is led by a woman, the we assume, yes, that's Lady Catherine. We don't actually hear her name, but... Yet. Right. We can only assume for now. Mm-hmm. He's just so enthusiastic, I think he wore her down, so... He, he wore just, me like, down. Yes. I think he would, like, be talking so fast and just being overly nice and enthusiastic, they would just be like, fine, just take the money, take it. Go to VidCon. I feel like he doesn't even really know what web videos are for. No. It's just kind of a buzzword to him. He's like, corporate, synergy, web videos, yeah. results, social media. And it just kind of flashes before him. And he's like, I got to figure out. I got to get to the bottom of this. Speaking of getting to the bottom of things, you and I, as Southern California natives, had a lengthier discussion that I'd care to admit <laughs> about where the Bennets are located. So previously we have talked about this and we have speculated as far as where the Bennets actually live because it's been hinted that they live in Southern California. Mm-hmm. But we've been trying to figure out, and I haven't been able to find anyone else who has speculated on this. So given that we are from Southern California, I'm guessing that's because we're the only ones who care. Yeah. So... <laughs> But we've been trying to figure out where they live. We know VidCon is in the Anaheim Convention Center. I am Orange County. Orange County. Which means they do not live in Orange County either. Obviously, they live in some kind of college town because, A, when the swim meet happens every year, it, like, takes over. Right. Lizzie attends a mass communications master's program. Right. Uh, I have the Secret Diary of Lizzie Bennett book in front of me right now. This is how deep we're going with this. this. Is, <laughs> we need to know how far this goes. And <laughs> it also mentions that on the drive home from VidCon, they stopped in the YouTube space in LA, which... They have to drive past Which LA, is north. So they have to drive north. Northwest. Yes. But we have to consider the fact that eventually and we're not here yet but eventually jane moves to la because she like doesn't work it's too far it's too far she gets a new job doesn't she i I think so yes in los angeles and then lydia takes off in the night to join her and it takes her like all night to drive there in the next episode which we haven't quite gotten to yet lizzie talks about how her mother blew up the house she's hundreds of of miles away. We know that we may have lost some of you, but we're still going with this. For those of you who know the California area, you're with us, okay? We're looking at a giant map of California right now. So we had initially thought, okay, maybe they're in Fresno, or it would, that would be that Lizzie goes to UC Merced, which is just right above Fresno, I think, somewhere in that area. Mm -hmm. But, I looked at the UC Merced website, and they don't have a communications major. It's math science. Yes. So, so that's a no-go. So then I thought, Lizzie goes to UC Santa Barbara, which actually, you brought up the swim team thing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, because they're right by the beach. Uh-huh. I think they've got swimming, a good water polo program. I mean, swimming can happen anywhere, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make sense of this. We looked it up. Mm-hmm. UC Santa Barbara has a grad program, grad communications program. Let's not even look into a swim competition. <laughs> That's going to take too long. Also, I feel like we should have started talking about episode 26 before we got into this. That's because fine. as we know, they're going to go stay with their cousin Mary. And it says in the secret diary of Lizzie Bennett 
Next two weeks, Bing and Jane will be cohabitating, ostensibly to save her the double commute from Cousin Mary's house an hour south. So Cousin Mary lives an hour south of the Bennetts. That makes, that blows up our entire theory. It does, because the distance that they're talking about, I mean, what, do they live in the Sierra Nevada mountains? So we've myth-busted this plot, because (laughs) whoever... Whoever theorized that they live in Southern California, I don't think realized how not as big Southern California is as they think. It's big, but it's not that big. Anyway, we don't know how deep this goes. We've gone too far. We don't know where they live. I can't tell you how long we actually, as much time as we wasted talking about it on this podcast, (laughs) we spent even more time talking about it on our own. uh, I hate that the Mary detail makes it. It throws off. uh, We're Charlie Day from It's Always So in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Pepe Sylvia? (laughs) I'm a dead woman. All right. Let's actually talk about episode 26, Mom's Convoluted Plan, also written by Bernie Sue. So even though we are still at VidCon, we have the backdrop of VidCon. It's not actually about VidCon. It's not about VidCon at all. It's about what their mother is up to hundreds of miles away. Wherever that is in California. She blew up the house. Yes, Lizzie and and her cliffhangers of, Mom blew up the house, and then... After the title credits. Yeah. Okay, not literally. She didn't blow up the house. Not really. Basically, she's saying, we want to renovate the house now. Yes. And we're going to stay with Mary and her mother in a tiny bungalow. We're going to uproot all of you girls. Right. uh, And have fun with that. At at first, Lizzie is actually genuinely, genuinely concerned because... If you want to do all these upgrades to a house, that usually means that they're going to sell the house. But she did decide that our beloved childhood home was due for a remodel. Something about home values and stuff. Which could mean that we're selling the house. Which would suck. And then Lydia sort of jumps in and says, we're going to go stay with Mary. It's going to be totally fun. And as as usual... Lizzie is the one who overthinks things. She's a, a big warrior and she just like wants to make sure they're all going to be okay or make sure things are fine and stable in her house. Whereas Lydia is more go with the flow. Mom's got it taken care of. I'm not going to worry about it. She's not worried. So she's going with it. I'm kind of surprised that Lydia is as excited as she is to stay with Mary because I don't think it like, you know, you see your family all the time, but it doesn't sound like fun to be cramped in a small house with them. Yes, it's going to be so fun. But they, they don't exactly have a big house. That's okay. It'll be awesome. Aren't you excited? Yeah, Lydia kind of seems like the kind of person who likes her own room, likes like her all, all her decorations and everything, the way she's arranged things. But clearly she likes Mary, her cousin Mary a lot, which actually, by the way, is the first time we're hearing about Mary. Mm. This is the first time we've got confirmation that Mary exists. She's in the family and she's not an animal. So she's not just a, a cat that runs around. You brought up a great point. We've been talking about, oh yeah, and they're staying with their cousin Mary. Completely skipping over the fact that, you know, she was an OG Bennett sister. Yes. But she's been downgraded to cousin, which, you know, is suitable because what did she do really? And like, you know, once once we eventually meet her, she's... 
very, you know, she's very good personality wise with what Mary was in the book. But I thought it was hilarious when Lizzie's like, Mary who? And she's like, Mary, our cousin. Oh, yeah, I always forgot about Mary. Yes. <laughs> and just in you mentioning that, I was like, oh, yeah, Mary's the cousin and she was originally the sister. You know, I, yeah. I fell victim to the exact same ploy. Then Jane joins Lizzie and... I mean, it's great that Jane's there to kind of calm down Lizzie's nerves, mm-hmm. but why is Jane at VidCon? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you know, Lizzie and Charlotte are planning on going for their school, for their job, for networking, and they're like shocked, shocked that Lydia got a ticket to VidCon. I'm even more shocked that Jane, I mean, I think she deserves a ticket because she's just been talked about up and down the internet. Right. But- what is she doing there? Yeah. She doesn't want to participate. She's, she doesn't want to be the talent. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And also, I guess she got time off work to, to come to this convention. But it's it's weird that she's there. It doesn't make much sense. Other than, like, maybe she was sent there to chaperone Lydia and kind of take care of her. Eh, Other than like that. Fun outing for everyone. But she comes up with the news like, Oh, actually, I'm not going to be staying with Mary. Why not? I told Bing what was happening and he offered to let me stay with him. Thus reveals what we can only assume to be Mrs. Bennett's convoluted plan. Because, you know, in the book, Jane goes to dinner at Netherfield on horseback in the rain. And even though Mrs. Bennett can't take credit for Jane getting sick... She can take credit for making her for exposing her to the wilderness mm-hmm. on horseback when it's raining. And we thought it was going to be the green bean gelatin, but it goes deeper than that. This goes all the way to the top, Yolanda. She is like, oh no, if we all stay at Cousin Mary's, it's going to double Jane's commute. Who could she stay with in the area? Boom, the rich doctor. And she had to rely on the fact that Jane would just be venting to Bing. Like, oh no, we're going to have to move to Mary's temporarily. I'll be an hour away from you. My commute's going to double. And Bing, of course, is like, we have like 10 guest rooms. (laughs) Feel free to take one. And... Or none. (laughs) Oh yeah, that too. They can just stay up talking every night. (laughs) Right. And Lizzie's also concerned about being cramped up in Mary's house with uh, with Lydia, getting stuck with Lydia. So she just, Jane goes off and calls Bing and gets Lizzie into the Netherfield house too, Netherfield Mansion. That's going to be the next step of the story. We're going to be at Netherfield. Which really excited me. What do we tell mom? Forget about mom, Jane. You and I are going to Netherfield. In Lizzie's case, she... she allowed Jane to ask Bing about her staying with them right. to escape the housing predicament. But then she realized she could piss off her mother at the same time. Right. And it became a golden opportunity. I'm sure Mrs. Bennett was upset because she would just want Jane and Bing to spend all of the time together. But now Jane's time will be split, like spending time with her sister. But, you know, let's, they'll make it work. Let's not forget who else is staying at Netherfield. <gasps> the Darcy. And Caroline. Caroline, but Darcy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so even though she successfully managed to avoid him at the Netherfield ball at that party, she, there's no way she's going to be able to avoid him at the same house he's staying at. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. 
So good plot on Mrs. Bennett's part. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't... I think Lizzie doesn't get when she's like, it's a convoluted plan. I think it has a very clear trajectory. Yeah. We know where this is going. It's going down the aisle. (laughs) There you go. The marriage aisle. Well, we should dive right into comments for episode 25. Starting with the first comment by Kanida Povey, who says, I just finished watching all of the others, wondering when the next one was. Yeah. Twiggly says... First male appearance on the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Now we just need to see Bing Lee. Am I right? That's what we were saying. That's what we were holding out for. <laughs> Igna Paris says, I kind of hate Charlotte for taking everyone's side before Lizzie's. I feel like Charlotte in the book was far more reasonable, while this one just seems to be against her best friend at every turn. Ricky is a dick. Mr. Collins in the books was a gigantic dick. There is no getting around that. That's right, because Charlotte sort of scolded Lizzie for cutting mr collins off yeah she says you know he was just trying to catch up he was just trying to be friendly mm-hmm. and charlotte does do that she's very much so an advocate for her for everyone for else everyone yeah. yeah but you know for the longest time you and i have been looking at that as lizzie's telling her side and charlotte's there to more present what else could possibly be going on I, yeah. but yeah she shouldn't she needs to like if i ran into a really old friend or acquaintance from elementary school mm-hmm. oh if they have power now i, I don't, don't know, know but even like then talking about nothing if your friend's there and you kind of like brush them off you're like hey you should have at least just like taken a minute or two to like talk or something i don't know but charlotte does kind of check lizzie and say like hey like you shouldn't have just written him off just let him talk for a minute which, Another minute, yeah. one, minute. <laughs> one minute for him is like 10 minutes to us like yes. what are you talking about Philip White says, I don't think this interpretation of Mr. Collins fits into the realistic characterizations we've come to expect from LBD as an updated adaptation. More than other episodes, this strains the suspension of disbelief that Liz and Char wouldn't reshoot or edit out that unexpected interaction. His ridiculous dialogue and heavy foreshadowing slash lampshading prior to his entrance leave me wondering if I'm supposed to believe this as part of a narrative or that the characters have staged his appearance. Well, spoiler alert, this is a scripted show, so they (laughs) did stage his appearance. This person put so much thought into this. It's tough to make every little thing in a vlog adaptation seem casual Mm -hmm. because things do have to be set up like in the episode 26 when there's like the or always like when there's a chair already set up next to lizzie when you think it's just going to be lizzie recording like you know someone's gonna show up unexpectedly well it makes sense in the because basically up until now she's only been in her bedroom so it makes a lot of sense that she's just sitting there but if you'll notice I mean, she and Ricky Collins were sitting down, so she just kind of had a bench in the middle of the hallway, you know? (laughs) So, you know, that was staged. Paper Star Jar says, the Bennett girls and Miss Lucas did actually go to VidCon. Did you know that? I saw photos of them with Hank. (laughs) Yeah, we we know. We'll be Miss Lou in this adaptation. Miss Lou, yeah. I love how proper this person is. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know they met Hank? Actually, I do, because also I was flipping through the secret diary of Lizzie Bennett, and it says, in all caps, I met Hank Green! <laughs> uh, David says, ha ha, a boy. For some reason, I thought this series would only consist of women. 
lols. Like a reverse Shakespeare thing. What would it be the female name for Ricky? Ricky, Ricky if it can be a girl's Ricky name. Ricky could be a girl's name too. Ricky Lindholm of Garfunkel and Oates. She's an actress. Sure. I All like right. her. That could have been a twist, but they didn't go that way. Comments from episode 26. Winston Dangerherd says, Hey. I'm very excited to read the next comment, and I deliberately left it for you, because it's <laughs> sure. Yolanda's comment. Yeah, clearly I, I commented on this video all those years ago. I saw your, it's the same picture that we have up on our WordPress page uh, of yes, you yes. with your longer hair. Yeah, my comment <laughs> is... Read in her voice. Yes, another great episode. So excited to see Bing and Darcy soon. Oh, how naive. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, would not be for quite a long time. Yes. I think we're at episode 26. Don't we not meet Bing until like episode 45? No, no, no. We, we'll see Bing soon. Oh, we'll good. see because we're going to Netherfield. That's right. We're going to see Bing. That's right. We don't see Darcy until we don't, episode 60. We don't see this. Th- I know. Episode 60 was Darcy Day. It was a very intense day for me. And on- it's episode 40 something that we meet. Wickham. Caroline is in there sometimes. Like, we meet Caroline before Bing. Yes. But if we're talking about the dudes. Right, yeah. Blue Demenis 1 says, I always forget about Mary. Oh my god, me too. Except for the dramatic incident I like to call the piano tragedy. (laughs) That's funny if you've read the novel or seen the movies, because she makes a fool out of herself playing the piano. Oh, Mary. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Vlogged Life Nina says, Thing is, I wouldn't put it past dear Mrs. Bennett to literally blow up the house for a convoluted plan. That would be a very convoluted plan. Why would you blow up your ha- insurance money? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's solved. I love how in the middle of that sentence it came to me. The insurance money. Yep. And either way, I, I I would think that Jane would be go crying to Bing and Bing would be like, take all of my money and fix your house or buy a new house or stay with me forever. And marry me. Either way, literally blowing up the house, not literally blowing up the house, Bing would have saved Jane. Aww. Kitty Katie 94 says, trust me, I'm further in the book than LBD currently is, and I'm still getting surprised by these. <laughs> Which is just kind of a nice reminder that, I mean, even I've been following along in the book, and yeah, we are out of order. Right. So it it does come as a little bit of a surprise as to when we're going to meet people. But one thing's for sure, next week we're going to Netherfield. Woo! New location. (laughs) Yay, different bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that wraps it up for this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. As always, you can follow us along on Twitter or Instagram at the Pemberley for any updates. Check out our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com for any references we make in these episodes. If you'd like to ask us a question or you have any of your own theories or if you know where in Southern California the Bennetts live, feel free to email us. Yeah, I'd actually <laughs> really appreciate if yes. you emailed us about if that. If you have a map, that would be great. <laughs> uh, feel free to email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And as always, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. That always helps us out in helping other people to discover this podcast. Woo! Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.